כמו אני עושה את נזיר דף מ"ב עמוד א', אבל אני רוצה להתחיל בדף מ"ם עמוד א', so at the bottom of about the first third, there's a Mishnah that says, Etnan Hatam. Shloshah Megalchim, Vatidachan Mitzvah, we saw there already that there are three types of people who've got a, who, who have to shave, and their shaving is a mitzvah, and it was a Nazir, a Metzorah, and, and Levi'im. Now the Levi'im, I think I mentioned them when we learned the thing, but it's Levi'im not now, right? It's Levi'im the time when Moshe Rabbeinu made them Levi'im, right? It was the first time that they became appointed as Levi'im. So we said there in the Mishnah, V'chulan she'gilchu, all of these if they shaved, שלא בתא, they never used a blade, or ששירו שתי שערות, or if they did shave with a blade even, but they left two hairs on their head, or on their body, depending what they had to shave. Right, so for example, the Nazir is just his head, the Metzor is whole body, and the Levim are the whole body. לא עשו ולא כלום. Right, they did nothing. If they, if they, didn't, if they left two hairs, it's if they didn't shave. So either if they didn't use a blade, it wasn't considered shaving. If they did use a blade and they left two hairs, it wasn't considered shaving. Okay, that was they have the, to take off their eyebrows as well? Everything. everything. If, if, on, the, on the eyebrows, we even had a special pasuk. We saw for the Metzorah, that the Metzorah says, <coughs> All his hair, his head, his eyebrows. It's written in the pasuk. I'll tell you why that's an amazing thing, because when you do operations, You shave the area. The only place you never ever shave because it never grows back or hardly ever grows back properly is the eyebrows. Okay, so here maybe it's a nice. Maybe these things grow back. I don't know. Uh, interesting, eh? So, 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 yeah, you shave everything. So, Agamor starts off quoting that Mishnah. They never used a blade. Or they left two hairs. Lo asu v'lo chlum, as if they didn't do anything at all. So Amar Rav Acher Bereid Rav Ika. So Acher Rav Ika says like this, Zoto merit, what do we learn from this? Rubo kechulum idoraita. He says, here we've got a source that as a rule, Rubo kechulum, the majority of something, as if it's all of it. When we learned a few days ago, Miktzat Yom HaKechulum, right? There was a little bit of the day, like the whole day, he has a different cloud. Rubo kechulum, normally if you, if you do the rov of something, So you've read as if you've done everything. He says, yeah, that's the rule. How do we know that that's the rule? That normally the majority is everything. In other words, normally if you shave, how do you shave your head off? If you shave the majority of your head, we'd say, ah, you shaved your head. Other than in Nazir, right? Other, other than in these places. Because with regards to Nazir, the Torah specifically says, Because with regards to Nazir, So, here, and when it says here, it's not only Nazir, it means Nazir and Levi and the Mitzorah, right? In all those examples. Here, the Torah is Dafka telling us, you have to shave it all. Why? Because if we haven't had the Chirush that you had to shave it all, we would have thought the Klal of the Torah, Ruba Kekulo, would have been good enough. So, that's what Rav Achebre, Rav Ika, wants to teach us, that the fact that the Torah had to stipulate That their daft has to be everything is because normally in our Torah, Ruba Kachulo, and, uh, and therefore we would have thought and made the same mistake over here with the Levi, the Matsura, and the, and the Nazir, that Ruba Kachulo. Okay, so that is something that sounds very nice, but Machkiv Rav Yossi, Rabbi Chanina. So Rav Yossi Machkiv is so excited about it. Machkiv, he challenges him. He says, Ha, Benazir, Tabekati. What are you talking about? He says, Where do we learn about that if you shaved? What's Yom Ashvi discussing? 
יום השביץ זה וכי ימות מת אליו בפתע פתאום. וטימא ראש נזרו. דנאזי ובקמס טמא. That's a Nazir Tamay you're speaking about. You're telling me a din of Nazir, of a Nazir Tahor, that he has to shave his head, and a, and a, and a Levi, and a Metzorah. The passage you're quoting over here is from Nazir Tamay. It's not the Nazir, ah, Nazir. That's a separate din in Nazir Tamay. How are you going to learn it across the board to Nazir, and to Metzorah, and to Levi, all these three gods? That's a different din. So Gemara's quotes over here, Gemara's on Hedron. This is in Israel, in the Marav, in the West, they laughed at him. They were a bit mocking about, uh, how do they translate that machaku there in English, by the way? They mocked, laughed. How do they say, what's the English word there? Right? What's it wrong? Laughed, right? The Marav, he says, Mihdi Nazir Tamedu Betar Minalan. So he says, Rav Ika Berait Rav Acha Rav Ika says to, uh, says to, uh, to Rav Yossi Rabbi Hanina. He said, tell me something, mister. He says, where do we learn the din at all that a Nazir Tameh shaves with a blade? He says, Nazir Tameh, Nazir Tameh Betar Minalad, Minazir Tahor. The whole source for Tahar ta, for, for ta comes from, from Tahor. So he says, Minazir Tahor Yali, from Nazir Tahor. So therefore, litni Nazir Tahor, Velali Minazir Tameh. Ma Tameh, Shishia Shtaisro, Velo Klum Avad. Achanami, Shishia Shtaisro, Velo Klum Avad. He says, therefore, it's the same thing. You're telling me the Makor that I brought is the passing of a Tameh? Makes no difference. Where do we know that a Tameh uses a blade in the first place? From a Tahor. So just like the Tameh does nothing, so to the, 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 the source of where he learned it from, with the Nazir Tahor, who shaves the end of his Nazir, also did nothing. So we're back to square one. We can apply this din to a Nazir Tahor as well. Okay, so Abaya, Abaya. Abaya now, we're going to see a couple of questions. Interesting thing is over here, that Abaya is the one who starts off with a question and we don't seem to answer his question. Then Rav has a question and we answer Rav's question. But Abaya's question, if I understand correctly, never gets answered. If somebody can see an answer there or, or, or comment on that, please let me know. So Abaya, Abaya has a question. Nazir Shegileach, Nazir shaved his head, Vashir Shtaisarot, and he left two hairs. Okay, left two hairs. And then before he came back to shave the two hairs, Tzamach Rosho, other hair started growing on his head. And then he came, V'chazar V'gilchan, and he shaved off those two hairs. Right? So now, Mahu, what's the din? Mi ma'akva olo? Do we say that it's too late and he didn't fulfill his nazirut or not? Right? Look at the Tosvot. He says, Aviya, Nazir Shegilach V'sheshtay Sarot, U'bota Sha'ah, Lo Gilchan Yafi didn't shave properly. Vacharkach and then after the Tosfot Yahim Tin the Galach Tashri wanted to shave the other two hairs. Arashet Samchut Saarosho his hair started growing back. Vechazar veGilchan leOtan Shtei Sarot Levad. The Tosfot makes it specific exactly what's going on over here. When he came back to carry on shaving, so he had these two long hairs sticking out, which were the original two hairs which he never shaved. And there was the rest of his hair was like a little bit of growth, but he never shaved off his whole head. He just shaved those two hairs. In other words, now he had concluded the original shaving that he had done a couple of days ago. Me, Amrinan, do we say, Do we say that means that those, those two hairs are meaningless now? They've got no purpose whatsoever. Because by the time he came to shave now, he's got a full head of hair. So what's helping me, those two hairs? That's his question. Okay, now like I said, there doesn't seem to be an answer to that question. 
Now there's another question. By Rava. Rava asks a question. Nazir she gileach v'hiniach shtei sarot. Nazir who shaved and left two hairs. Then he came back the next day v'gileach achat. He shaved one hair. V'nasha achat. And one hair fell out. Okay. So the bottom line is he's now got no hair on his head. Okay. But he didn't shave both hairs. He didn't shave his head. So Guru says mahu. Right. Mahu. What's going on over here? Right, that's the question. So Amari Rachami Difted Ravina. So Rachami Difted said to Ravina on this question of Ravas. I don't understand Ravas question. What? Gilach, Sarah, Sarah, can he buy later Rava? Rava needs that you stuck, you shave one hair at a time. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Doesn't really seem to understand the question. Look at the Rashi over here. There's a Rashi. Uh, just if you look down, we're going to have a Mishnah and then a Gabor and another Mishnah. Just above the Mishnah, the thought said, Kula Rabbi Shimoni, there's a Rashi that says, Gileach Sarak and Ibala Rava. Pshita de Chevan de Gileach et Korosho Levarmi Henechtai Sarot. He says, it seems to be Pasha, he says, this is what, uh, what Rav Achim Edifti says, Shavin, according to Rashi's explanation. He says, it seems to be pretty clear that since he shaved all the, except for those two hairs, de Chiharar Gileach Echat Mahen, now he went back and shaved the one, Venashra Chaverta, and the second one fell out. So Shapri Dami, it seems to be fine. The Ka'azilu to Megileach Kiurchei, Kamadas Lu Megileach, Sarah, Sarah. He says, because what? He says, when he went back to cut it, how do you cut your hair? He says, you go up and you cut the hair and you cut the hair. So he went, he cut the one hair and he wanted to cut the second. There wasn't a second hair there. Right? Ulahid the Nashra, my habit of Mavid. What was he meant to do with the one that fell out by the time he went to cut? He says, how does Rabbi think? Perhaps an old person cut the hair. So the, Ask the original when he cuts it one by one. The answer is yes. How the person cuts his hair? He takes a hair, cuts, cuts, cuts. You don't cut your head in one shot. So when he came to cut that hair, he really intended to cut both hairs. He cut the one hair, and before he get to the second hair, it had fallen out. So what was he meant to do now? He couldn't cut it, it had already fallen out. So it seems to be a good, a, a good situation. At the end of the day, the hairs were gone. You're only meant to cut hairs if they're there. If they aren't there, you can't cut them, right? Even a regular Nazir. If by the time he came to cut his hair, some of the hairs had fallen out. So you can't say, ah, well, those hairs fell out, so if you never cut your whole head, so it's not a good, uh, not a good haircut. So that doesn't understand the story of this. It rephrases the question. Now, this is Rabbi's question. Nashra achat v'gileach achat mahu. Okay, which is basically what I said a moment ago. See, by the time he came to cut the two hairs, one already fallen out, and now he only cut the last one. So now what, what is the story? So Amalei, so the Bach changes the order here. So Amalei says like this, Sa'ar enkat, giluach enkat. He says, what do you want? There's no hair, so there's no haircut. You only cut if there's a haircut, if there's hair. E Sa'ar enkat, what, giluach yeshkan? Well, if there's no hair, you can have a haircut. He says, Zachi ka'amar, afa pi she Sa'ar enkat, mitzvat giluach enkat. That's what he really wants to say. So what is the bottom line? Right? He says over here, Amale. Uh, look at the Rashi right at the end, the third wide lines at the bottom there before the Mishnah, the new Mishnah. It says, You're right. So he couldn't fulfill the mitzvah of showing that last hair. But at the end of the day, Bedieved, that seems to be okay because at the end of the hairs are gone and everything is fine. In the first case, where the, he shaved the one and one was left, fell out by itself. When he shaved the one, there was only one left. You have to have two for it not to be a complete shave. No, 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 but when he shaved, originally two, there were, there were two. And now, a day or two later, he comes back to cut the other two hairs that were there, 
In the meantime, one had fallen out. Or the first question was, he cut the wad and, and the other one fell out. Or one had fallen out and he ran and cut. So the answer that he gives at the end of the day, he says, what do you want? He says, if there isn't a hair, you can't cut it, right? So when he had, didn't cut the hair, when he had left two hairs that were uncut, you're right, he had to go back and cut. But now when he came back to cut, he can only cut what he can cut. So if one's fallen out, he only cut the wad. So you should, you should shave your whole head in one shot. But if at the end of the day you've got no hairs left, but you only managed to cut one less than the one that had fallen out, so it's a proper good haircut. So, so that seems to be an answer. That seems to be okay. But the question of Rav, of Abaya's question, we haven't got an answer to. And then his head grew back, and then he shaved those two off. What's a din? Anybody find an answer to any, any Anybody find something mentioned about that? I couldn't see anything. Okay. All right, new Mishnah. Nazir Chofef Mephasfes. Avaloshek. Mishnah says that a Nazir can wash his hair. Chofef, right? Like Chofef to wash with shampoo. Mephasfes. But Rashi says over here, Nazir Chofef Mephasfes. Chofef kemo Chofef alav kol ayom. Right? It's a part of Chofef kol ayom. Rashon megared ublaz free. It's a basically, when we say washing hair, and Mephasfes means shema free tzarotav zo mizo. And he can separate his hair. So he can basically like separate them, like not be a Rastafarian and have this long hair like knotted. He can separate it nicely to keep it all together. That he can do. Avalos sorek. But he can't comb his hair. Okay, avalos sorek. Uh, and why can't he comb his hair? Because combing pulls out your hair. And yet you aren't allowed to do while you're a Nazi. So the Gemara says, Who's the Tan who says you can wash your hair and you can separate your hair? I must be Shimoni. Now we know Rabbi Shimon. Where do we know Rabbi Shimon from? We've got Rabbi Shimon from Masechet Shabbos. Remember Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Huda? Right? We learned Rabbi Shimon. It was Rabbi Shimon. Remember, when a Psyk Reish, it wasn't good, that wasn't that example. A Psyk Reish, if you know it's going to happen, that's Asu. But a Davash Amit Kaven, you never intended to do it. Right, so uh, so what was the problem? It's okay. Avalos sorek. And the Mishnah says, okay, the Gemara says, okay, but now the Rasha says, Nazir Chavim Mephasfes. Who's that? That's Rabbi Shimon. But los sorek, you can't comb your hair. Ah, who's that? The Gemara says, Atan Rabbanan. Now we seem to have got to Rabbanan. Now the Gemara here, yeah, the Rashi points out, who's the Rabbanan of here? Rabbi Yudah. I mean, in Shabbos we saw the Machlok was always between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yudah, right? Rabbi Shimon said, Davashar mitkaven mutar. Rabbi Yudah said, Davashar mitkaven asur. She says, Yeah, we've come to Rabbi Yudah. To Amar, Davashar mitkaven asur. Why? Because it seems like even if you're combing your hair and you don't intend to pull out the hair, Rabbi, Rabbi Yudah says, It doesn't matter. Even if you didn't have intention, you're still chayev. Right? That seems to be the Gemara says, The ratio Rabbi Shimon said, Rabbi Yudah. Now we know we don't like to have a ratio in a safer of a Mishnah, which are two different Tanai. We like a Mishnah to be uniform, uniform, and if you've got a Rasha and the Sefer, they should be according to the same Tana. So the one says, you're right, I'm a Rabbi, Kul Rabbi Shimoni. Rabbi says, what's your problem? It's all Rabbi Shimon. The Rasha's Rabbi Shimon and the Sefer's Rabbi Shimon. Because Kul Asorek, why does Rabbi Shimon say that combing is Asur? It's because whoever combs the hair, Lahasir nimin medul dalot, mitkaven. What's the idea of combing, he says? Combing is you've got these loose hairs in your head, and you comb them to get them out. And that's Tabashim it Kavein. So Rabbi Shimon says, why did you comb your hair? If you're going to wash your hair, that's one thing. You want a clean hair. We don't expect your hair to fall out. If you're going to separate your hair, it's also one thing. You're not just putting it apart. But combing your hair already, you know, Rabbi Shimon would agree that a guy who combs his hair is combing to thin the hair out to get rid of all the, the loose hairs 
And therefore, that's a Dava Shemit Kaven. And even Rabbi Shimon says, Dava Shemit Kaven is mutar. But Dava Shemit Kaven would be asu. So for a Nazir to comb his hair, knowing that he's going to start uh, taking all the hairs out, that's as if it was a Dava Shemit Kaven. I guess, the, note, the reference is worse than that. That's basically Psikoresha. Uh, oh, so you're saying that's a Psikoresha. Okay, very good. Okay, which makes sense, because even Rabbi Shimon says that a Psikoresha is asu, right? And, 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 and it says the Rosh, but I missed that in the Rosh. I don't see that in the Rosh on our Duff, by the way. I mean, I, I would have said it, but maybe I did miss well, it. It says the Rosh following Rashi to Shabbat Nun Ben. Ah, one second. You know what? It's in the Rosh and I missed it. Shkoch. It's here. I've got a feeling that I actually didn't look at all the Roshas yesterday. I think that I was busy. I got, that's why I used a lot of Rashis. Shkoch. Rob, it's in the Rosh right over here. Look over here. The Rosh says it. If you look in the Rosh, in the narrow lines towards the end of the Rosh, about 10, 12 lines up, it says there, Avalos Sorek, to have a psik reisha, Kedemifarish Begobara. Shkorate, Shkorach. Okay, so it's right there in the Rosh. Okay. Uh, okay, let me actually make a note over there and refer myself to the Rosh. I didn't look at that Rosh. Not give me cover. Rosh. Okay. Now the Mishnah carries on and says here, yeah, Rabbi Shmuel Omer. So this is clearly an ex- a, 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 basically a continuation of the Mishnah. So the Mishnah says, And then Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Rabbi Shmuel says this, this idea that the Nazir can do chofef, can wash his hair with, with shampoo, is all very nice, but not ba'adama, not if he's using sand, which is a classic way for, for washing your hair, right? Everybody here you use sand. We never got shampoo, you use sand, correct? That's how we do it. It's not, it's not, it's not it's nothing, nothing unusual about this Mishnah. Right? So some use more sand than others by looking at your hair over here, right? But uh, <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Salva. Why are you getting so upset? Right? So he says, Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Lo Yachof Ba'adama. Because the sand pulls out the hair. Okay? So according to Rabbi Shmuel, then that would be Pashut, that. Uh, that, that you shouldn't do it. Meshmashir um, Asa'ar says, the Rosh says, Velo Asa El Adama HaMasheret. Right? And that's, uh, therefore, the Rosh already tells us that it's only the sand that actually pulls it up. That's the Gemara's question. Says the Gemara, Ibai Lai, question asked about Midrash. Mibnei Shi Masheret Asa'ar Tanan? Or Dil Mibnei HaMasheret Tanan? Is it because sand pulls out your hair? Or is it only sand that would pull out your hair? means matera is like the, the shin and the tough interchange in Aramaic and Hebrew, right? So masheret or matera is the same word. You got it? Right? In the, or matera. So maybe if you know that you've got soft sand, for example, which doesn't have that, and that all it does is clean you, it doesn't pull your hair out, you might be able to use it. Or Rabbi Shmuel <laughs> saying, no, sand is real because sand, and even with because there, xaira, even sand which doesn't pull out your hair, you can't use because of sand that does. That's the question. So he said, If it's because of sand as a rule, then we know for a fact that it wouldn't, it might be okay. So then, maybe if it's a masheret, which would mean that because of a masheret, because it's a xayra for those that do, look at the Rashi, the very last Rashi on the Amud, yeah? The mash would not be shumadaba. Any saying why? Xayrish and a masheret, we've now masheret. 
so that you don't come and use that type of sand that does. That's the question. What's the answer? The answer is taku. Okay, so therefore, if you're a Nazir, stay away from all sand, according to Rabbi Shvaka. Can you Mishnah? Nazir Shayata Shote Yain Kolayom. Now, we've seen this Mishnah a couple of times before already uh, in, in, in this Masech. We've referred to this more than once. You know, there's no Mishnah Shasta Vyafa, we've seen this a couple of times. Nazir Shayata Yain Kolayom. Eno Chayav Era Achat, right? So if you've been drinking the whole day, it's only Chayav on one issue of drinking. In other words, the assumption of Yah is that he was only warned once. Because the Mishnah straight away says, Amrulo al tishte al tishte. If he was warned more than once, Vushul and he drinks, Chayav akol achat vachat. Every time he was warned not to drink, he'd be offered a separate love and he'd get malkot for each one of those. Hayav megaleh akulim, same idea. If he was shaving all day long, Elo chayav elachat, only chayav once. Amrulo al tiglach al tiglach, vuh megaleh, and he shaved, I warned him a few times, Chayav akol achat vachat. Then Hayav metame lemetim kol ayom. He was wandering around the cemetery the whole day, going for a walk around the cemetery. So again, Eno Chayvel Achat. Amrulo Altitama Altitama. Warn him a couple of times. Be careful, be careful, be careful. And he carries on. Chayav Akol Achat Vachat. Now, obviously, the obvious question here is again, right? We've seen this a couple of times. What's the obvious question? Why read all three? But we're not going to see that today. Uh, if you look at the Tosfot here, the very last Tosfot, it says in Nazir. So he said, Drubo al kopam vefam, every time they warned him, Shushote, Chayava, Kolachat, Vachar, Gomoch, and Tignach, Vechentum, etc. So the Tosan just points out over there, in each one of these cases, we're talking about a situation where he was warned multiple times and ignored the warnings and he carried on and he did what he had to do. So the Gomorrah says like this, right? We saw here specifically about the Nazi that became Tame. Right, and we said that if he became Tamei once, wandering around the cemetery, so it's only Chayev on one Isur of Tumah. But if we warned him a couple of times, don't become Tamei, don't become, don't become Tamei, he gets marked on each one. So the question the Gemara is going to ask is, is that possible? If a person is already Tamei, can he be over on Isur of becoming Tamei again? But he's already Tamei. Right? Which really, if you think about it, is our yes. situation today, just one second there, is our situation today with Kohani. Because a coin today, all coin today, well, let's say most coin today that we know of, right, are to my mate. And yet, there's still an issue for a coin to go into the cemetery. You don't see a coin wandering around the cemetery and say, oh, well, I'm Tamei. Okay, because even though they, even though they are Tameim, they makpid are not becoming big into contact with Tumma more than once, a Tumat mate. So that's really, we'll see that. I think that that's very similar to what we're going to discuss over here. What do you want to say there, sorry? No, we're because he could have gone to the mikvah in the mikvah. No, okay, we're not discussing that. Firstly, too much doesn't help you. You have to have uh, seven days and you have to have the paraduma ashes sprinkling on the third and the seventh day and etc. So the mikvah wouldn't help us. But itmar, so the brings the machlok and amoraim avia. Amar rabba, amar ravuna. So rabba says in the name of ravuna, mikram aleidi berakatuv. Says the pasuk is pretty straightforward. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk is pretty comprehensive. The Pasuk says, So we're speaking over here particularly about a Kohen Gado, right? Kinezer al Rosham, and I suppose it'd be a Kohen Gado or a Nazir. A Nazir also asur to his parents, right? So a Kohen Gado here or a Nazir, Nezer al Rosho. So a Nazir or Kohen Gadol, you're going to become Tamei for anybody. 
So he says, so that, look, look at the Rosh over here. When he says, Avi Amikra Malei Dibera Katuv Lo Itama, Klomar, Shememalei Umashlim Hakol, it's all there. The Gambi Atole Bayit Sheyesh Botuma, Bichla Lo Itamahu. Not only becoming Tame, says the Rosh, but that Pasuk includes even coming into a house where there's a dead body, where there's Tuma. Not only touching the dead body, but the Pasuk says, When they dead, you can't become Tame. Not only touching them, you can't even become into a room where they be. So he asked the question. So So the second Pasuk which says, Kol haziro al nefesh Right, so now with regards to a Nazir. So what's that teaching me? Well, I've already learned, lo yitama. And like we ex- explained, says Rabbi, that's a, a, a mikra malay. Full, it includes that as well. So what's that extra Pasuk ve lo yavo? Lazero al ha-tuma. Ulazir al ha-biya. Aval tuma ve tuma lo. So says Rabbi, so I'm prepared to concede that there are two separate isurim. What are the two isurim? The one is to become Tame, to touch the Tumma body. The other one is to walk into a room where there's Tumma, Tumata, or hell. That if you come into the room, you're going to be over on two Isurim. Lo Yavo, right? Lo Yavo, Nefesh mate, Lo Yavo, and Lo Yitama. Then he concedes. But if you're already Tame, and you become Tame a second time, says Rabbah, that doesn't exist. That's a thing as Tumma on Tumma. Okay? That's what he wants to say. It's about Tumah v'tumah lo. That's Rabbi. Rabbi Yosef, Amar, Ha'elohim. Right? That's like a shvua. But what do you mean? Amar Ravuna, Ravuna tell us. He quotes Ravuna. Now this is the same Ravuna, right? Remember, Amar Rabbi, Amar Ravuna, Mikra Malei, Dibera Katuv, Lo Yitama. Rabbi Yosef quotes the same Ravuna. Amar Ravuna, Afilu Tumah v'tumah. Ravuna says, even Tumah v'tumah, you can't become time a second time. Amar Ravuna, Nazir Shaya Omer Velakfarot, and Nazir is in the cemetery. Now, the fact that you're in the cemetery already means that you become Tamei, correct? And Nazir can't go into the cemetery. He's in the cemetery now, so he'll become Tamei. And they hand him his mate, his family. Or Now, I'm not sure if the mate or means it makes a difference who they hand him. Or they hand him his mate, his family, or another person. Or they hand him both. I don't know. Help me out there. Right? Venagabo, and he touches that mate, Chayav. He's Chayav. So the obvious question is, Ama, but why is he Chayav? Ha, mitama vekaim. He's already Tameh. He's already standing in the cemetery, Tameh. So why is he Chayav on the second tumor when he touches this other body? And Shmabina, we learn from that that Ravuna tells us what? That there is tumor after tumor, and you Chayav for a second tumor, even though you're already Tameh. So what do you mean, Rabbi's telling us? That there's tumah, there are two isurim if you come into it, you come into the the ohel, and there's a, a two lavim because of that. But a tumah and a tumah, there wouldn't be a, two separate isurim. The guy's in the cemetery, he had a dead body, he touched a dead body, he's chayav again a second time. So I'm Ravuna. So now the Gemara brings Ravuna. And sorry, sorry, Lav Shwami now, I'm Ravuna, I'll do tumah with tumah. Okay, that's the end of that, uh, that, that, that story over there. Right? That's 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 that, that, that's connection. So the Gemara, in the eighth of Abaya, so Abaya now quotes a Gemara from, uh, from, from, from Nazir. There's a different Girsa over here. The Masurah Shas brings the Nusach Acher, which is, Abaya Nazir, Shayalu Meit Munach Al-Ktefo. 
Okay, which which is it's better for our for our purposes that the nusach is not kohen but nazir, right? So nazir shalom mate munach al tefo. He's got a mate touching a mate. Vashitu lo mate, we mate acher. Vashitu lo mate to, we mate acher. So they give him another mate, v'nagabo, and he touches that as well. Now he's busy holding a mate. He's got a mate. He's holding one dead body, and now they give him another dead body, and he takes the second dead body. Yachol ye chayav? Could he be chayav a second time? The Gemara says, "Yeah, tabud lomar, v'lo ye chalel." Now, just I must point out. Because all the mafarshim on the daf point this out. If you look over there, there's an aleph. Can you see the aleph in square brackets? Can you see that? The aleph in square brackets is referring us to the Hagot Gra. That's the Hagot of the Vilna Gaon. We says over there, V'lo yechalel nimchak, skir pezot ulehei chalo. He says, look, Moshe Ketuvah Tosvot. Right? And you look at Tosvot over here. So that's the Tosfot quotes the Hechalo. You look at the Rosh. The Rosh says the same thing. Hachi Garasinan, he got a Hachi, he changes the Girsa. Yachol ye Chayav, can he be Chayav? Tamud Lomar, Lehechalo. And the Rosh points out, Yavelo Garasinan, Lo ye Chalel. We don't quote the Pasuk, Lo ye Chalel. That's not that lo yechalel. Not written warning the guy about tuma. Ulei chalo gabei tuma the kohen ketiv and the pasuk ulei chalo, right? That the that the Vilna Gaon quotes says that's the pasuk which is warning a kohen not to become not to become tamei. Right? The pasuk is. Uh, I'm not actually sure where this pasuk is. To be honest. I don't know where this pasuk is, this pasuk ulei chalo. But anyhow, be that as it may, Agamora quotes v'lo yechalel. Okay, I mean, amigdash lo yetzeh, v'lo yechalel, amigdash, to the Kohen Gadol. V'lo v'lo yechalel, amigdash lo hav, k'nezer shebim mishchat lavalalav. Okay, but all the parts, they thought the right pasuk, but the, the, the principle is the right principle. It says, yachol yechayav, it says, hei chalo, v'mi she'enu mechulal, they're talking about who? Somebody who isn't yet mechulal. You can't become chalal. Ah, you aren't yet mechulal. Meaning you aren't Tamei. So it's Pashut that if you are already Tamei, the Pashut is not referring to you. Right? So that's our bias Kashi over here. What do you mean, basically a Kashi on Rav Yosef, that you're telling us over here that Rav Huna says that you can become Tamei twice. We see pretty clear that the whole issue of the Pashut is which means that only that when you aren't Mechulal to become Mechulal. So Amale, so Rav Yosef now replies to Abaya. He says, So you got a problem with our Mishnah? Because our Mishnah says, our Mishnah says, Ditnan, kol If he was Tamei, one man in cemetery the whole day, Eno chayav el achat, Eno chayav once in a malkot. Ah, Amrulo, they said to him, Alti tama, and they warned him again, Dilbadeita, Alti tama, Chayav akol achat v'achat, He's now chayav to us. So according to you, Abaya, you're telling me that it only applies to somebody who lo mechulal yet, who wasn't yet tamei, and he can become tamei. So v'amai, hamitam of the kaivin, amishta. Why are you chayv twice? When they warn the guy, don't become tamei, and he's wandering around the cemetery, and he gets his first set of malkot, and then half an hour they warn him again, don't walk around the cemetery. It's the same person. He hasn't yet gone through the tara process, and amishta is chayv twice. But why is he chayv twice? According to you, shouldn't be chayv twice, and he chayv once because he still stayed the same person tamei. Ella, it seems to be Kashia Ahadade. We seem to have a steer here between the brighter that Abaya brought 
and our Mishnah. Now look at this. Because normally when we see the Lashon Kashi Ahadadai, right? Well, we've seen this plenty of times, let's be honest. A lot of people in this year, in the two weeks' time, are going to finish us. So not the first time you've seen Kashia Adada. Right? It's not a new term. That is a stereo between the Bright and the, and, and the Mishnah. That is Kashia Adada. It's difficult to do with each other. And we, do, we don't normally say just knock out the one. The Gemara then says, tries to explain what's going on. Look at the, at the Tosfot over here. It says, Ela Kashia. Right? Look at this. You see the Tosfot there, Ela Kashia? Also, they toss what they're Kashia. You got it? Right? Basically, the second law of toss for the narrow lines of toss for Ela Kashia. It says, Ela Alkane, Same Hach Brighter, Mikabini, take it away, remove the brighter. Take out the brighter, Same, move it away. The Rosh says the same thing. He says, Vetikshnach Amitna, Dinani Amachi, Ela Kashia, Dane, Vesame Hach Brighter, Mikabini. Get rid of the brighter. I don't know, that's not something which you've seen so often. It says, remove the brighter. The brighter, you can't, you can't bring the brighter. The brighter, like, it's still with a cover of the Mishnah. And it's clear that the Mishnah overrides us. So it says over here, the Gemara, or maybe it's Rabbi, who says this, he says, look, Kasha. says, not already a steer. Why? Kan bechiburin, kan shelo bechiburin. The brighter and the Mishnah are talking about two different sets of circumstances altogether. Right, what does it mean, Bechiburim Shlo Bechiburim? So look at the Rosh with me, please. The Rosh is in line with the, that first Tosfot in the wide line. It says, V'tuma Bechiburim Doraita. Look at the, the Rosh over there. It says, Lo Kashe, Kam Bechiburim, Kam Shlo Bechiburim. Abaya Heshivra Rav Yosef, Letaretz Abraita Vamishta, the Lord Tikshe Adade, Ulekayem Divrei Rabbi. He says, what's, uh, what's Abaya doing? He says, Abaya brought this Braita, didn't bring this Braita stam. So Abaya brought this brighter. So on the one it's a kashia, but to show that Rabbi's halocha, where Rabbi said, right, mikra malei dibera katuv, loy tama, right, loy avol is what it's about, tumma vetumma, lo, there's not tumma vetumma, is a halocha. But it's a halocha under certain circumstances. When is it a halocha? He says, kan bechiburin. What does it mean bechiburin? Ba'odo mechubar lamait. A person who's busy with a, is touching a dead body. And now while he's touching that dead body, now give him another dead body, now you won't be chayv twice. Because he's busy, he's got the tum in his hand, and they give him another body. So he's holding one dead body in his left hand, and they throw another dead body into his right hand. That won't be two sets of tumah. Because he's mechubar to the original tumah, and a person like that can't become more tamay than he can be. Okay, he says, "But the mechula of medhu, because then it's mechula of ainu mosif tuma al tumato." So that's the mishnah, uh, that's the brighter, and that's what Rabbi was speaking about. And our mishnah that said that we do add tuma to tuma says, "Kan shelo bechiburav, echad she piresh min amet." He was holding the mate, and now he left the body. Right, vohoshitu lo mate acher. And now they put out another mate. And he's about to go for that mate. And they warn him. They say, be careful. Don't touch that. You're a Nazi. They hit Trubo. Alti Tamar. And he does it. Chayav Shtayim. Then he's Chayav. Why? The Betumah Shtayim. Yes, for Tosefet Tumah. There's Tosefet Tumah. But not while you're holding the Tameh. Right? It's when you've let it go. Now there's Tosefet Tumah. 
דבעודו מחובר למת, אדם הנוגע בו טמא זין, he wants, listen to the limud where he gets it from. If a person is holding a dead body, right? So the dead body is avi avot ha-tumah, correct? And the person holding that dead body now becomes an avatumah. Now if I touch that person who's touching a dead body, he was an avatumah. Look at the Rosh Aviyah. Deboodo mechubah lamait adam hanogah bo tamay zayin. If I touch a guy who's holding a dead body, I've got to now go through a tumor process of seven days. I'm a tumor mate. I touched a live person who's busy holding on to a dead body. I'm a tumor. I'm now as if I'm a tumor mate. But if a person who was tumor to a mate, like we all are now, for example, So now, for example, let's say a person who wants to eat betahara and he's makbid on tahara and he touches me. And I'm not holding a dead body, but I'm a tumat mate. So that tumor that he has now, he just has to go to mikveh at night. But if I was holding on to a dead body, and he touched the dead body, it would be as if he had touched the tumat mate. So that's why the, the, the way the Rosh wants to explain over here, the difference between a person who's holding a dead body, and you give him another dead body, or a person who's let go of the dead body, and he touches another dead body. There are different levels of tumor. Right, so when you're holding the dead body, you can't become more tamay than that. So therefore, giving him a second dead body is not going to make a difference. But a guy who's let go of the dead body, touching a new dead body is a whole different experience of tumah. And there, there would be two isurim. Okay, that's how he explains it. Let's look at the finish of the Rosh to be quickly over there. Now he's got a kasha, we have a kasha, you know what, I don't want to get all that now. But he's got a he's got a kasha and rabbi, and then he answers a well, wah, not a kasha. But I think for our purposes, the the the, the principle is, is 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 clear enough. Okay. So he says, "Look, kasha b'chumin kanchulon b'chumin." So now the Gemara has a question: "The tumah b'chiburin doraitehi." Is this issue of tumah b'chiburin doraitehi? What does it mean? Is it doraitehi? Look at the rosh. The rosh says over here: "The tumah b'chiburin doraitehi." It's the very very last narrow lines of the rosh. משהו תמי שבע בעודו מחובר למת מן התורהו? That we say that a guy who's holding on to a dead body, right? And then a person touches him, becomes too much sheva. He needs seven days of Torah. Is that a minute writer? Is that a minute Torah that? He thinks not, right? The Kamar de Lokale, the guy extra market for that? So you can look at the Gemara back there. Ha'amar Rabbi Yitzchak Bayos, Am Rabbi Anai. Lo amru tumah b'chiburin ele l'chumah v'kodshim. When did we say that a person who touches a person who's touching a dead body is tamay for seven days? That's if you want to eat chumah or if you want to eat kodshim. It seems to be a chumrah. Aval a nazir v'osei pesach, lo. But if you're a nazir or you want to bring the korban pesach, we don't say that. Because the person is Tamei, Karmin Kom Pesach, correct? Or Tamei of Derech Rechokah. So a guy who touched a person who was holding a dead body, do we say he's now too bad, Beit Yikom Kom Pesach? We say no. So it seems there's not a Doraita. It seems to be just a Chumra for Derabanan, for Kochim and Chuma. The Iyamar Doraita, Mashnan, if it's a Doraita, what's the difference if it's a Chuma, if it's Kobra Pesach, or if it's a Nazir, or if it's Kochim, or if it's Chuma? It shouldn't make a difference. So Gemara says, like, Kan Bechibre Adam Ba'adam, 
כאן בחיבורי אדם במת. Right? She said over here, so that's what he said, yeah, what do we talk about different stories? כאן בחיבורי אדם באדם, כאן בחיבורי אדם במת. Look at the rosh. What's over here? כאן בחיבורי אדם באדם, I'm reading now the fourth last, the fourth lines of the rosh, the wide lines of the rosh at the bottom. Says, רובן שלגה בשמעון, רובן הוא תת שמעון, ועוד שמעון נוגע במת, so שמעון's holding a dead body, and רובן touches שמעון, תמי זין מן התורה, Right, that's too much to make in the Torah. And in the Torah, there is no one who is going to be able to make it. But Reuven who is going to be with Shimon, but if Reuven is touching Shimon, and Shimon and Levi, and Levi will make it, to make it too much in the Torah, with Rabbanan too much Zayin. This is a little bit of a difference. He says, there's one removed and two removed. If a person is holding a dead body, and I touch that person, it's too much to make it in the Torah. But if I, someone's holding a dead body and I'm hanging on to him and then I, somebody else touches me, that person is only too much make me the Rabbanan and too much the writer at Harev Shemesh. So that's the difference. So when we said over here that there's Kochim and Truma, he says, really, Kochim and Truma is the writer and Nazir and Pesach not, right? Depending who the person is. For the middle person, it will be a Tumat right to everybody. For the third person, it will only be a Tumat Rabbanan, and, and therefore for Pesach or for, or for Nazir, we'll let him off. Right? So he says, Okay, so that's, you know, I think that's a good spot to end for tomorrow's stuff, right? Yeah, you know, and actually, if, you, if you've got one minute, let me just quickly finish up, because tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow's, no, tomorrow's, tomorrow's time is Esther, right? Let's stop over here. Let's stop over here. Let's just finish the Amud over here. So the Gorya goes back to ask on our Mishnah. Mishnah of Al Tuma Vetuma Lo. So that was on Rabbah. Rabbah said, the very first lines of the Mishnah, Mikram Aladi Berakatuv Lo Itamak Shuomelo Yavol Azual Tuma Vizual Abia. Al Tuma Vetuma Lo. She says Tuma Vetuma Lo. Taha Mitame Vekaim. What do you explain over there, Rabbah? Because the guy's really Tame. The guy says, Wait a second. Tuma Vebia Nami. But then you should say the same thing. How come we learned there, Rabbi was happy to say that there's two different Isurim, one for not being Tame and one for not coming into an oil hell of a room where there's too much mate. So the same thing, the Tame will be a Nami. How many Tame Kai? So Rabbi Yochanan, Kan Bebayit, Kan Besadeh. He says, no, you're right, they're two different things. Buy it and say that you look at the Rashi over here, at the bottom, Kan Bekan Besadeh. Ki Aminan Anan Dechaya Vala Bia Vala Tumba. When we said you have twice, That's called the Nichnas, but buy it, Shamaita Tuchum. You go into a house and there's the mate over there. So then you shouldn't be allowed to go into the house in the first place. Ah, you went in, you over on two lavim. Lo yavoid, lo yitama. The tumma will be a bahadiyah dadiyah. But this is the reason why. This is the chirush. Because they happened at the same time. You're coming into the house and you're becoming tamay, took place together. So you hire both of them. Ve'idach. But now when you tell me, ah, you won't have a separate Tuma. When is that? You, you bumped into a dead body in the field. And then you were Tame. Now you went into another room where there was a mate over there. There you patron the second Tuma. Why? Because now you're already Tame. You come and come Tame again. When you walk into the room, the dead body was there. You over on two Isuri, Maloya Vov, Loya at the same time. You have twice. But if you were Tama already, and now you walk into a dead room, you shouldn't be Tama, which is my whole question about the Kohanim. <laughs> according to that, a Kohan is already Tama, 
and now it goes to the cemetery the next day, shouldn't really be asur because the separate is a different deal we'll speak about maybe tomorrow. Okay, we end up over.